Now joined in this segment by City of Springfield Budget Director Bill McCarty. Bill, good morning to you. Wow, quite sobering Tuesday night at the uh, council meeting to hear about that hole, you know, anywhere between 10 and $16 million. Obviously, you've been uh, asked by the city council to come up with some plans. You know, uh, do you know anything a little bit about uh, what you might suggest to the council? Well, I'll tell you, I really am not going to talk about anything specific today because we've got a meeting with the mayor next week. But I can tell you that it it isn't as if this came out of nowhere, this revenue shortfall. We knew from day one that our revenue would be substantially impacted by this. I mean, how could it not be? We had a, a virtual shutdown in April. Nothing was moving and virtually nothing was open. So Knowing that, it only stands to reason that our sales tax is going to be substantially impacted. And the thing is, sales tax is nearly half of our general fund budget, or what we call the corporate fund. So we've been concerned from day one, and that's why, actually, when this all started, we weren't sitting on our hands. We sent out a, I sent out a memo, Mayor and I did, immediately that said, okay, first things first, all discretionary spending needs to stop right now. Spend only what you need to spend in order to operate your departments at a bare minimum level. But uh, and, and we also had them actually run cut exercises way back when. This was back in March of 5 8 and 10%, knowing that we were going to see an impact. You remember back then, Chris, sure. there were other communities that were making estimates very early on. Peoria, I think, said they were going to be $50 million in the hole. And and I'm not sure how they came up with that number. All I know is that we didn't have enough data to be able to come out and definitively say what we think the hole was going to be because this is a pandemic. This is unlike any other kind of disaster. It's not a tornado or an earthquake. It's not another great recession. It's something brand new that none of us has ever had any history with, including my long-term employees. So we wanted to wait. We wanted to try to uh, be logical about it, and we couldn't do that until we had data. And the thing is, with sales tax being the biggest piece, we didn't get April sales tax until July. That's the way it works. There's a four-month delay from the activities until you actually get the numbers, till you actually receive it. So we only got April sales tax just last week. That's why we just now are doing the, yeah. the presentation to the council. But we knew it was coming. And as I said at the council the other night, there there's a couple of good things, a couple of pieces of good news. Number one, we tried to take a stab at it when it first started, sort of, you know, throwing darts, really. And the numbers as they came in actually were a little bit better than what we had originally anticipated. So that's good. And then the other thing that really helped up helped out the city of Springfield, I can't speak for Juliet and Peoria and the others that are really in a lot of trouble, but we uh, have been working since the Great Recession for about 10 years now to try and bolster our, our finances, to m- try and make sure we had a some people call it a rainy day fund. It's it's called fund balance or reserves. We try to be building that up because it was always a matter of when, not if, the next catastrophe, the next economic downturn was going to come. We wanted to be ready for it. We didn't want to get caught flat-footed like the city did back in at the Great Recession. So we luckily um, finished the last fiscal year, which ended in February, ironically, with the highest fund balance the city's ever had of about $28 million. There's only been a couple times, and it's only been the last couple of years, so we've been over $20 million. So we're very proud of that fact. And it certainly has helped us out during this pandemic because it gave us time to keep operating, albeit at a bare minimum, but to keep operating while we try to wrap our arms around the enormity of the problem that we're facing. But now we know the problem, and now it's time to take action. And that's what we're going to be starting on uh, next week ha- with meetings 
trying to come up with an actionable plan on cuts. Because the one thing that the mayor and the city council made pretty clear to me is that they won't be looking at raising revenue, i.e. tax increases. So uh, we have to have a balanced budget per state statute. That means that uh, we really need to look at some cuts and, and actually some some pretty significant cuts. So, so are you guys? That's where are, we are. But I can't talk specifics today. Sure, no, understand that. But it's almost, it's almost like you guys going to start the budget process all over again. Because how much? <laughs> okay, right, Greg. So we're looking at kind of. we're looking at March and April uh, sales tax coming from the state. Of course, it's mm-hmm. delayed over several months just because of the bureaucracy and how it gets back to where it needs to go. Two million dollars, roughly, is what we're missing out on. Do we anticipate the next round of dollars coming from the state to be even more of a decline, like three million dollars? Is that going to ramp up all of a sudden until it starts kind of trickling back uh, upwards? Once we see, you know, restaurants being able to to have service again, again, all of that uh, impact on the city's coffers delayed by several months. So, do you anticipate that the hole is going to get deeper before? It, it starts coming back with whatever kind of, you know, Nike swoosh recovery there may be. <laughs> That's one of the things we're looking at. We hope it's not a swoosh. We don't want it to be a swoosh. We, we want it to be a V. Uh, at the very worst, we want it to be a U. We certainly don't want to see a W, uh, which is a possibility with what's going on with the, the spike in cases. We start rolling back, we could see that. But to answer your question, Greg, no, we don't. Actually, we anticipate the next round, the May sales tax numbers will be in in August. We anticipate those being better. When we did our stress tests, the four scenarios we've been doing from day one with scenario A being our best case and scenario B being our worst case, we utilized the April numbers as our scenario D and ran that out through the fiscal year because we firmly believe that is the floor. We firmly believe that it will not be any worse than the month of April. If you think back to that time, I mean, it was a ghost town. You would go out and about and the streets were dead. Everything was closed. And then in May, you started to see an uptick in activity. This is all anecdotal, obviously, but all you had to do was use your eyes at the time. And as time went on, people got more and more stir-crazy. They got more and more restless. They started going out. And we started to see that activity increase. And certainly in June, when we moved into the next phase, what was phase two or three, which three, I guess it was, then things started to open up more and more, and people really started getting out. Of course, with July, phase four, uh, it's it's there's a lot of folks out and a lot of things are open. So, no, we, we anticipate that that two-month period you're talking about, March and April, you're right. It was about $2 million in sales taxes that we got that came in under budget. It was like, I think the month of April alone, it was 21% for, gov- uh, for state sales tax. And 26% for city sales tax, we are down versus budget. So we expect April to be the worst month, our floor, and we expect to rebound from there. But all in all, as I think Chris pointed out in the beginning, we're looking at at least a best-case scenario of a $10-plus million revenue shortfall, and at worst, somewhere in that 16 to $17 million range. Wow. So so with the with that off the plate, you know, as far as tax increases and again, city budget director Bill McCarty is with us on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY with with uh, tax increases off the plate, Bill, you know, what kind of uh, reduction are we looking at in the workforce? You know, I mean, this is this is going to be an incredible hit to try and make up 14 million considering that payroll I don't even think is close to that. Right. Well, understand one thing. I don't believe that in the end we're probably going to end up with $14 million in cuts or even $10 million in cuts. We're halfway through the fiscal year. That would be pretty difficult to do, and, and I'm not sure that we could cut that much and still maintain any semblance of services to the community. So we need to be real 
disciplined and careful with what we do, but at the same time, we have a responsibility in order to try and balance the budget to the best of our abilities. I would suspect in the end, without talking about specifics, but I, I would imagine it would be a, mag- uh, a combination of maybe using some of that record fund balance that I told you about in combination with cuts to try and balance the budget. I, I don't see it being entirely all cuts. I think that would just be way too much, and it would uh, the city services would, would suffer way too much. But you did bring up a point. You alluded to it. You talked about personnel. Yes. Unfortunately, in our corporate fund, 80% of it, of the cost, is personnel-related. It's, it's positions and the costs that go along with those positions. So we're not going to be able to do any meaningful cuts without the implication is obviously we'll be we'll be looking at those personal services, we'll be looking at positions. Now, whether that will be in the form of furloughs, whether that will be in the form of layoffs, it's really too early to tell. A lot of those discussions have to happen, and, and a lot of that has to do with the collective bargaining process as well. So I can't sit here today and tell you it's going to be one or the other. It could be a combination of those things. I can't tell you we're looking at one furlough day. I can't tell you we're looking at 12. I can only tell you that all things will be on the table for discussion. There's really nothing off the table at this point in time other than an increase in revenue. Right now is not the time to be increasing revenue on people when you know a lot of folks, unemployment's in double digits and a lot of folks are, are hurting right now. So the mayor and the city council has made that pretty clear. We'll, we'll be looking at the other side of the ledger. Talk with uh, Budget Director Bill McCarty with the City of Springfield. Uh, I just pulled up uh, something I um, uh, was looking at, uh, I think, like last month, whenever uh, video gambling started back up. Springfield's yep. considered, like, <laughs> the largest gambling jurisdiction yes, in the state. <laughs> um, with well, all well, that... uh, video gaming, Greg. Video gaming. Yes. Yep. We're, we're, yeah. We don't have casinos or That's anything That's true. Here. But, but <laughs> I tell you, with the 683 <laughs> video gaming terminals that Illinois or that Springfield has, that's more than what's at the boat. That, that's yep. more video uh, games. Well, <laughs> yeah, but we don't have poker. So. That's true. That's true. All right. So, uh, but with that, I mean, we uh, the numbers I crunched looking at the uh, the the gaming board data, it, we lost like nearly half a million dollars from March through yep. May. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a substantial amount of money. Um, <laughs> I think in May, uh, you know, or in March rather, they only brought in like eighty-seven thousand dollars or something like that. So, uh, mm-hmm. how how is that money looking? Uh, is that one of those line items you guys are, are keeping an eye on? And uh, how are those dollars going to be used? I know they're meant for like uh, infrastructure, but uh, you know, are we? Um, and I again understand you can't get into specifics, but how much of um. I guess uh, a reworking of where some of the traditional line items are meant to funnel into is that going to be part of this at all? It's just kind of like a recrafting of well, what are our total resources? I don't care where it went to before. We've got these needs over here. Uh, is that the type of thing you're looking at? Just like a wholesale reformulation of how the uh, the money flows. Uh, Greg, here you are talking about something that is on the table for discussion. Absolutely. Video gaming since day one in the city of Springfield has been dedicated to infrastructure, to making sure that our streets are in good shape, our sidewalks are in good shape, our our drainage is in good shape, and there's always work to be done. Ask any citizen of Springfield, their roads can always be better and sidewalks can always be better. So, yeah, we have lost about half a million dollars. Our video gaming brings in over $150,000 a month in uh, revenues, all of it flowing into that. None of it into operations at this point in time, but certainly... What you're talking about is something that will be a topic of discussion, whether or not we want to redirect some of those funds into our corporate fund, into our, to, into our general fund for operations rather than funneling to infrastructure. The downside to that, and there's always a downside when you do anything, right? The downside to that is 
We have a long-term plan for infrastructure that allows us to spend 12 to $13 million a year on streets and sidewalks. Now, before we implemented video gaming and before we implemented this plan, I know it was early on, like I think I was here a year or two when we came up with this plan in my office, and that was to ensure that we could have money for the next 15 years. It all started with that three-year, $90 million bond issuance that we did to really bring everything up to par as much as we can. But when you talk about taking this money, you're now diminishing that plan. And so it's the old proverbial robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? So you take from the infrastructure funds, do your operations, then now you don't have this money to keep your streets up or your sidewalks up. So that is a determination. It will be a policy for the mayor and the city council to consider, and it will be one of the things that I will be bringing up to the to those folks in my conversations as an option for them. Budget Director Bill McCarty, uh, can you stick around? Uh, we got a commercial break. Yeah. We got to get in, but I sure. uh, want to talk about some of the other things that were brought up, including uh, whatever the federal government's going to do with any possible new money. Uh, what can possibly be done with the four point nine million or four point eight million that we have when we only have like. Two hundred thousand dollars of costs that can fit into that uh, that that category. So uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll talk uh, about some of those options as well. Bill, I know we've only been up and rolling since July first, but uh, do we know anything about video gaming? Is it gone up down this month or what? Uh, not. It's too early for us to get the numbers on okay. that. Gotcha. And director, um, to this issue of uh, the federal funds, uh, it's kind of um, uh, just wild to hear. There's only been a couple of hundred dollars of uh, COVID-related costs, and we can draw that from a pot of four point eight million dollars. How do we, how are we going to go about uh, capturing uh, all as much of that money as we legitimately can? Well, it's it's more than a couple hundred dollars. It's closer to a hundred, a couple hundred thousand. I think that's, that's what, what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we definitely had more than a couple hundred dollars, but uh, that that's the challenge, Greg. So you have the CARES Act, which gave money to the states to dole out to certain communities that are not of a certain size. You know, Chicago, I think, had direct funds from the Fed government, but. Communities like Springfield are too small to be included in that. So the money goes to the state. It's up to the state to dole that money out. So the state released the CURES Act, C-U-R-E-S, at the end of June, announced that framework. And they provided allocation of a lot of this federal money. Springfield's share of the allocation is $4.8 million. The challenge, the problem is that the main result of this pandemic from a budgetary standpoint is on the revenue side of the ledger. It's not on the expense side. The lack of sales tax, the lack of income tax, the decrease in hotel motel tax, that's where our problem really, really is. And that $4.8 million can't be used to make up any of that shortfall. It has to be used for COVID expenses. Well, we have a hundred, maybe 200,000 in expenses, but nowhere near $4.8 million. So until that velocity changes, we're stuck and unable to tap the entirety of that $4.8 million. And that's one of our frustrations because this isn't an earthquake or a tornado, as I talked about earlier. We, we don't have an expense-heavy response to it. The The problem is on the revenue side. Mm-hmm. We need to get that change, and well, I know we'll that see, the mayor we'll has been what, talking uh, to Yeah, and we'll see what Congress uh, says about that. Uh, Director, greatly appreciate your time. We'll have to connect again soon. Oh, sure, Greg. Anytime. You guys have a good day. You hey, too. Thanks, you too.